Hi, 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 dear sister. How are you? How are you? This is Kate Ekoka Daisy, and it is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, healed people heal people. <laughs> I want to shout out Catherine Nana Baden, my dearest sister from way back in Ghana, for following us on Instagram. Thanks for your support, dear sister. It is great to have you join our dear sister community, and it really warms my heart when family supports this show. This podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate our spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical healing. And sometimes we go into financial well-being, sexual well-being, and so on and so forth. I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing along with important friends I will invite to sit with me and sit with us as we discuss and share compelling stories of freedom. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy-filled. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. We all need people. And if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, new and old listeners, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And I love you. All right. So today is a wrap up of season two. Can you believe it? 38 rich, full of wisdom episodes have gone by. I started this podcast during a pivotal season in my life, and I must say, I am fulfilled every day when I see the miracles of God everywhere. Doing something out of my comfort zone, daring, bold, afraid, but I did it, you know, like I did it. If only you could get a glimpse into the process and behind the scenes of how these episodes get recorded. (laughs) Sometimes I would tell the Lord, I don't have anything to say, or I am tired, or I have this and that on my plate. But somehow he always reminds me that I have to start and he will finish it. And he always, always does. In wrapping up season two, I want to talk about something. I don't know. I I really, you know, wrote something and we'll see how it goes. So I want to talk about being mind ready for a battle and being mind ready, not so much from a psychological standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint. And you'll get what I mean once we start in, we start, we start getting into it. Note, I did not mention a battle. Note, I mentioned a battle, not the battle, right? Because most of the battles in our lives aren't yet here, unfortunately. And all the while, we are being prepared to be a warrior and fight well, not a warrior, and be wimpy as if we don't have an advocate. Yes, (laughs) you have an advocate, gentle warrior, who makes life very livable. I want to park at Romans chapter 5, verses 3 to 5 for a bit. And this is what it says. Not only so, 
but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yes. Romans, by the way, is one of my favorite books. And Romans chapter 7 and 8, I've mentioned it here before, is one of those uh, verses or those chapters that really propelled my healing process. Today, I received my hood, and I mean H-O-O-D, from my second master's degree. And in a few days, I will be walking across the stage as an expert in my second chosen field. Woohoo! <laughs> Dr. Alice, who was speaking, mentioned in our hooding ceremony today that we are moving from students to experts. That is the significance of the graduation hood that master's degree students get to put on, including doctor, doctoral degrees that they have placed around our necks signifies just that we are moving from students to experts. So today's message, I really want you to think about that as you're listening to what I have to share. Am I still a student of God's word or am I moving into this area where I can truly say that I know who God is and I know how to tell others about him? Now, do I feel like an expert in treating mental health? No, I don't feel it yet. Rather, I feel and know this. The one who called me to this is faithful and he will do whatever it is that is purposed for me in this season. So I believe I am an expert, but I'm an expert because I believe that there is someone who is propelling me through and through. I don't feel it yet. Feelings are different and I believe it that at some point those feelings will catch up with me. Maybe on Saturday when I walk across the stage, I'll be like, woohoo, I finally feel it. <laughs> but this journey wasn't a walk in the park. It took a lot of sacrifice, sleepless days and nights, missed celebrations and gatherings, battling confusion and imposter syndrome, gaining extra pounds, <clears throat> gaining extra pounds, <laughs> from all those late night snacking, trying to write papers and all that. It also took a joyful, hopeful, grace-filled, optimistic outlook though, to show up every day and continue to do so, so much work. On the days where I felt tired physically, mentally, and emotionally, I still showed up. In Romans chapters five, verses three through five, we are being reminded of how we must posture ourselves in a battle. The verses preceding verse 3 essentially emphasizes one point for us. To walk in battle with hope, we must have faith. We must allow the will of God to flow freely through us and believe in the master planner's master plan because we are his masterpiece. Yes, after all, he is the architect of your life. Now, faith is you being absolutely sure, like 100% sure of what you're hoping for. Is it success in business, excellent grades, recovery from health crises and challenge, financial provision, whatever it is, what is it that you're hoping for? That thing you're hoping for, do you have 100% surety? Do you have 100% surety? 
This is where I break down some words for us. Y'all know I like my definitions, so let me get into it. The word sure basically means being confident in what one thinks or knows, having no doubt that one is right. That thing that you are looking to God and hoping for, are you absolutely confident and right about it? Like, do you for sure rest your hopes in the Lord? Faith is being sure of what we hope for, but that's not the end. It's also being certain of what we do not see. And that's from Hebrews 11 verse 1. If you see it, then it's no longer worth hoping in and having faith, right? To have faith and stand on the promises of God and the ones that God has spoken to your heart, you must walk with two things. Hear me out. You must walk with two things here when it comes to faith. You must walk in absolute 100% surety of hope. You must be sure. Your hope must not waver. It must be set and keep it set. Also, you must be sure and also be certain that things that you hope for, you haven't seen yet, but you believe. Being certain is that you have complete conviction about this thing you hope for and you know for sure that it has been established beyond a reasonable doubt. That is faith. Okay. I don't know. I haven't heard faith kind of being explained in this way. So I'm hoping that as I'm explaining it, it's kind of making sense to you that it's the surety and also being certain. And sometimes you have to go a little bit down to the granular level and kind of break down what even sure means, being confident. The question here is, do you believe in God? But that's not all of it. I didn't say, do you have faith in God? Have faith, having faith in God is having full confidence and assurance, certainty. Believing in God is different. It's acknowledging and accepting that God is true. So, you know it. You can believe in God all day, every day. I believe in God. I believe in God. And not have faith or your faith wavers. Faith requires and is action-based. While belief, on the other hand, is believing and it requires gaining information and accepting it as true. So you accept God that he is true, yes. But what are you doing when it comes to the action behind that belief? For example, someone can believe that airplanes can transport people from one continent to another, yet they will never get on that plane because of their lack of faith which may have been replaced by fear and doubt. Faith is truly that anchoring you walk in as you believe that God is in control of every situation, every challenge, every problem, and so on. With this faith, now you see, or now we see what can be done, and we do that. So from Romans 5, verses 3 through 5, with faith there is peace. If you are feeling unpeaceful right now, I want you to check your faith thermometer. With faith, we hope, we have hope of the glory of God. If you are hopeless right now, I want you to check your faith thermometer. With faith, we rejoice in our sufferings. If you are sad, depressed right now, and you're lacking joy of the Lord, I want you to check your faith thermometer right now. With faith, we walk through suffering which produces perseverance. 
If you're lacking the motivation, the drive, the will to continue, I want you to check your faith thermometer right now. With faith, that perseverance produces good character. If your character has been subpar and not aligning with who God says you are and can be, I want you to check your faith thermometer right now. Are you resting your faith solely in yourself or surrendering to your Lord and Savior? With faith, your good character produces hope in that faith and to continue believing in the truth. You hope in the glory of God. You become a prisoner of faith. You allow your hope to propel your faith and your faith to feed your hopefulness. Above all, God's love has been poured into your heart. Jesus says we ought to believe in God and also believe in him. The troubles won't last forever. Nope. So don't quit on yourself and don't quit on God. The love he has poured into your heart runs through your spirit, which lightens your soul and flesh. Tap into that core, that source. But it all starts with that question I asked earlier. Do you believe that God is the truth? And do you have faith, 100% absolute surety and certainty? These past couple of years for me have been a faith journey. I didn't always get it right, to be honest with you. <laughs> there were some days I simply relied on my own strength. And when I hit a wall, I crawled back to the Father. And I would just feel Jesus' love and embrace and grace and mercy, which awaited me. Sometimes I doubted that God was even with me because he felt so distant. Then I would realize that, no, Kate, he is right there. In the word open it and reconnect you're tired you've been going and going you haven't made room for him in your schedule in your thoughts now what would happen if you reconnected to your source your anchor anytime i would do that i would be fully alive rested in the chaos joyful in the suffering hopeful in the faith walk let me repeat that anytime i would do that which means I would reconnect to the source, to my anchor, which is Jesus Christ. I would be fully alive, rested in the chaos, joyful in the suffering, and hopeful in the faith walk. So today, I just want to encourage your heart that if you feel any of these symptoms that I have shared earlier, then you need to check your faith thermometer and get back to the medicine that heals. What happens when you cut a tree or remove it from its source? It dies unless you replant. Even that, there is no 100% certainty that the tree would live without extra care and attention. Some of you, dear sisters, need to be pruned, some to be revived, some to be replanted, some to be nurtured. Whatever level you are in in the ecosystem of faith, start with the next step and don't stop. I need you right now to assess how you are suffering well and where your faith is in all of this. Remember, every believer lives in this ecosystem of faith and we all have our faith thermometers. Now, let me take it up a step further. What would happen if we also utilized our faith thermostat? Ooh, yeesh. <laughs> That means set that faith temperature and keep it set. Ah, that's too much, right? I'm asking for too much. 
Okay, let's work with thermometers first and we'll work our way to a place of simply positioning our thermostats. Yes. How about that? Like you work your way to a place where you have your thermostat all set. You can't be changed. It's, it is what it is, right? But some of you can because you are probably already there and your thermostat for faith is already set. You're like, I am all in. Nothing is going to take me away. I'm going to do this. I believe. I have hope. You're there. And for the majority of us, we are still working our way there. So remember, your faith thermometer and your faith thermostat, where do you have it? I am so happy because... All throughout these years, like since 2020, a lot has happened. And for me, a lot has changed. Relationships changed, uh, career uh, projections of things that is to come, all those things. And I have slowly seen my faith kind of grow and grow and grow. I believe in God. But then the question was, Kate, do you have faith? And that is always the question we have to ask ourselves whether it is perseverance, whether it is character, whether it is hope, whatever it is, as we have learned from Romans chapter five, verses three to five, you have got to believe. And not only that, you have got to have faith. So here are your three thoughts for today. Faith and hope go together like peanut butter and jelly for my friends in the United States, like fish and chips for my friends in the UK. <laughs> And like fried rice, uh, fried plantain, and bean stew for my homeland, Ghana. (laughs) Hope propels your faith and faith ignites your hope. Should I repeat that? Hope propels your faith and faith ignites your hope. They go together. That faith thermometer, you need to check it often in every situation. Like anytime you get into some sort of a suffering situation, you have to ask yourself, where is my faith right now? Like make it a part of your thought process too, so that the enemy doesn't come to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay? And cling to hope too. You are not alone. We all live in this faith ecosystem. Make sure you remain connected to the vine. Believe that whatever you are walking through, joy comes in the morning. Thought number three, you believe now, do it. Faith is your heart for God in action. Woo-wee! Faith is your heart for God in action. With him, there is no disappointment. There is only faith. So don't let the enemy deceive you with unfounded thoughts. Perseverance comes from a tried and tested process that when passed brings forth many great benefits. Here are your three words for today. Thermometer, thermostat, and ecosystem. Here are your three actions for today. Please rate, review the podcast if it is blessing you in any way. I really want you to pass this on because we are on a faith walk, a faith journey, belief, and we have sisters out there, especially our young sisters who are really looking for something to hold on to. And Choose to Live Free podcast is really us walking this life with God, with Jesus, and at the same time being free, knowing that we are free to do this and do it well. Connect with me, connect with us, subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, like, share, comment, follow us on Instagram, pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. 
And I thank you so much for supporting us. Action number two, I want you to check your faith thermometer. And for the brave ones, determine and set your faith thermostat. It is either all in, get in there, or not yet. But I am believing and I know that most of you are all in, right? (laughs) Join the Dear Sister community for great things now and ahead. Visit us at IamFreeWoman.org for a subscription. Now, I want to close with some final thoughts about the assignment that I just walked through, which is a second master's degree in marriage and family therapy. I have a lot of things coming our way as a community when it comes to my experience and now my expertise. <laughs> but the journey wasn't for the, for, the, for, the, for the wimpy. It was really, really, really a lot of work. And as I sit here and imagine what I said to myself and remember what I said to myself two years ago when I went for orientation and I stood on the graduation grounds and I said to myself, anytime life gets difficult in the upcoming two years, anytime I can't do my schoolwork or I am slacking or I am tired, anytime I feel that mommy guilt or wife guilt that I am not being with my husband and kids or I am not giving what I need to give, I have to remember and imagine myself in this graduation hall. I said that to myself so many times during the whole process with these two years. And I am so happy that the Holy Spirit just softened my heart and spoke to me that day in the, in the orientation and said, Kate, when you find that you can't persevere, when you find that this suffering is too much, when you find that your character is falling apart, when you can't find that hope, I want you to remember this day right now when I whisper these to you, that whenever it gets difficult, know that in two years, you will be walking across these stages with something called a diploma, but with something much more greater, which is the expertise that you have and the joy that you still have to have walked through all that and knowing that I was with you through it. So dear sisters, whatever the Lord has said before you, whatever he has spoken to your heart, I want you to believe, but not just believe. I want you to have faith and I want you to walk and run and dabble in this ecosystem of faith, knowing that he walks with you. Learn to go to him, learn to retreat, learn to be still, learn to talk to him first. I have lost a lot during this two-year process. Friendships that are dear to me that no longer are the same, I mean, my life of two years now, I don't think I'll get it back. I have to go ahead now and focus on my health, you know, losing weight, getting back to who I was physically, all of those things. And getting to know what is next for me from God and what he has in store for me. Because this journey also created a lot of doubt, you know, imposter syndrome, all those things. And now I'm having to walk it back and heal and grow and allow God to instill in me the things that he has taught me these last two years. For every season that you walk through in life, there is a lesson to be learned. There are wisdom that will stay with you. And there are things that you have to let go 
It might be people. It might be uh, experiences. It might be things that you really have to shake off or things that you really have to walk through and heal from. For me, it has been a lot. Imposter syndrome. It has been rejection. It has been self-doubt. A lot of things that I have had to walk through and heal from during this season. And so while I'm walking across this stage on Saturday and I'm happy and excited with my husband and kids and my mother looking on, I know internally that it has been a lot of work to get me here and going into the next chapter, the next assignment, whatever it is, I am believing that he will still walk with me. They don't call me Mami Ababijina for nothing, (laughs) y'all. So on that note, it is always a joy and a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others up in the ways of God. I have tasted tasted it and it is absolutely what I know I need to be doing right now in this season. And I always, always have this privilege of knowing that as I am sharing with you the things that God has laid on my heart, that he's doing something in you that is going to be marvelous, something in you that is going to be wonderful. And I always love it when I hear from you and hear what you have to say. So my heart is full. And I hope yours is too. Listen, dear sister, I want us to be different. I want us to live in the fullness of knowing that God is with us and he does things the way we are supposed to. And he helps us and he grows us in the ways that he wants us to be. So dear sister, I can thank you enough for staying with me and for thriving with me. I am so happy that I get to walk this purpose with you and help you do so many things, including living joyfully free and doing it the way that God speaks to your heart to do it. I am forever grateful. I am forever changed. And I know that my purpose, which is to equip women to lean into and experience the transformational healing power of God's word, his will, and his way is starting always when I sit behind this mic and I get to do what I do for you. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, I want you to know this. May God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And as always, remember that healed people heal people. So go into the world and heal someone today. Choose to live free. I love you. Bye.